Welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host, back here again today. Hell, once again by myself. I texted a few people to see if they wanted to be a guest, didn't get the replies. Clay offered. Clay, I know you're working right now. It's early on Thursday morning. Uh, sorry that it's a little late getting the podcast out. That's my fault this week. Um, I was a lot busy earlier in the week. Dart League for T-Town Dart League has started back. Week one is in the books. Singles League's begun, everything. And uh, as commissioner, I had a lot of things to do. On top of the fact that, uh, you know, doing being the GM, uh, doing all the GM duties, I should say, at uh, Unique, it is Alabama-Tennessee week, Tennessee hate week, third Saturday in October, so I've been a lot busy. But when you love doing something, and I love doing this, so you make time for it. Um, mm. So I'm here early this morning to go ahead and, uh, and get some picks in, get this out there. I will say uh, I think Dart League went well this past week. My man Scotty Mack took over doing the stats. Will uh, Will relinquished it. He did a very good job for the league for a few years, and uh, he's giving that up. Scott's doing it. So uh, when you go to ttowndartleague.com to check the stats, if it does, if it looks like something's a little off, just call Scotty Mack. Be like, hey, what's up with the stats? And why is this messed up? Anyway, hmm. Got some MLB going on right now. The Atlanta Braves beat the Dodgers yesterday and, and now have a commanding 3-1 lead. There's just no way the Braves will have a 3-1 lead back-to-back years, right? No way. I do have to tell you, and y'all know I don't like the Atlanta Braves, but I do think it's going to be funny that Rob Manfred, the clown that is the is uh, the commissioner of MLB baseball took the all-star game away from Atlanta because he's an idiot. Well, you can't take the World Series away. If they just win, they win another game. All your politics are gone, buddy. Sorry. And so I think that's kind of poetic justice. It's kind of funny. I like to see it stuck to the man. Um... I mean, and Atlanta blows a 3-1 lead for back-to-back years. It's different. It's different. They're sitting in neutral site. You know, they, they get to go back home. They got two more in Atlanta uh, if they need it. So, we'll see. But game five uh, later on tonight. I mean, honestly, I thought the Dodgers uh, on paper, they on paper they're great. You know, they're, you know, come on. But yesterday's game was probably the biggest win in this series for Atlanta because Atlanta went with a bullpen day, and they're throwing Urias, who was a 20-game winner last year. And Atlanta smokes them. Uh, I split in that game because I had the over, but also had had, uh, the Dodgers just because how do you not with those pitching matchups. And, you know, so, okay, I get a split there. The Houston Astros lead the Red Sox 3-2. to two. They're off today. They come back tomorrow on Friday for uh, game six of that series. 
Oh, Boston. You're in trouble, buddy. You're in trouble. You got to win the last two. Guess a very good Houston team. I wouldn't be surprised to see it go to seven. But I think Houston gets it done and makes it to the World Series. So, what a terrible, terrible World Series that will be if it's Houston and Atlanta. Huh. I'm Team Keon. Keon's an Astro. I'm with, I'll, be with, I'll be with the Astros on that one if that happens. But, anyway. All right. Well, that's not what you tuned in to listen to about MLB. NHL started out. Is that what y'all are here for? The season started? No. NBA, Bulls are 1-0. Look out. No, don't look out. Kyrie Irving's making all kinds of noise. Not playing. No, nobody cares about the NBA. Right, I don't either. All right. How about some college football? Last night, Coastal Carolina went down to App State. And I honestly, like, for me, when I think about it, I'm like, oh, App State, yeah. Giant killers, right? We all remember that Michigan game in the big house when they took them down. That was App State's first win against a ranked team since that Michigan game. Yeah. Been about 14 years or so. How crazy is that? Crazy stat. But App State took them down. Is this going to be a weekend we see a lot of upsets in college football? Possibly. Possibly. You don't have the big-name matchups that we've had the past couple weeks. There are no ranked teams playing against each other this week in college football. None. But, but, this could be one of the most fun weekends in college football this season. First off, let's start out where we always start off with the University of Alabama defending national champions. 25-point favorite. Tennessee is our main rival. Shut up, Clay. You know it's true. Tennessee is our main rival, according to Bear Bryant. What did Derrick Henry say? We hate, Tennessee, uh, we hate Auburn because we have to. We hate Tennessee because we want to. Yeah. We picked Tennessee for homecoming. That's what we think about your little program rival. Homecoming. Third Saturday in October. Wow. But, yeah, uh, Alabama's a 25-point favorite. The over-unders at 67. Look, it's, it, this has opened up at, like, 29, and it's come down. Thank goodness, because 29 was huge. That's a huge line. 25 is still a big line, but I think the tide covers, baby. I think the tide covers walking away from it. I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of 59, maybe 52, to about 17 to 21, somewhere right in there. And that gives me Bama and the over. Look out. Crimson Tide rolls on. LSU, Ole Miss, intriguing game here. Very intriguing game because LSU now has a lame duck coach in Ed Orgeron. Ed Orgeron was already fired before he beat Florida last week. It was already in the works. 
And it's not because they had a bad, like, you know, the one that I saw a couple of years ago. It's not because they had a bad season in the COVID year and that they're not having a great season now. It's because of his off the field and the rape culture that he has allowed down there. They have lawsuits, lots of lawsuits pending. They're going to have to pay, end up paying out a lot of money because of what he allowed. And it's disgusting. Anybody that's not disgusted by it is a terrible human. It's gross. And how is that not the ability to fire somebody? Is that not calls? Oh, well, we have to have calls to fire him, otherwise we owe him all this money, blah, 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 blah. I know you're innocent until proven guilty, but come on, man. You all know. Read, Google it. Read the USA Today articles. Read all the others. But on the field, the lane train, they snuck out of Tennessee with a win. What an ugly, ugly game that was. Mustard and golf balls and everything else, and the memes have all been hilarious. <clears throat> I do hope Big Al dresses up as a jar of mustard and is hitting golf balls on the sideline this weekend. I keep going with it. But that was ugly. It was you know, a terrible, terrible situation. But it is what it is. Um, LSU, you know, they, they just took it to Florida. They figured out they could run the ball, and they did. And uh, they you know, got into a shootout with them. Over-unders at 76. <clears throat> That's big. That's big. I'm probably not going to touch that. I want it to come down or go up. Ole Miss is a nine-point favorite also. Nine-point favorite in Oxford. The question is, do these players stand up and fight for Edo and go, we're going to show you. We're going to win some games. Which I think the administration did do the right thing by going ahead and firing him. Because they want to I mean, beat Florida. They want a couple more games. And everybody's going, you know, winning – uh, the, the American culture, as long as you win, then all else is forgiven. We don't care. You know, my timeline's filled up right now with Braves fans all celebrating the Braves. And I was like, as long as they have a statue of Bobby Cox up, I think they're a trash, trash franchise. Sorry. Don't beat your wife. Bobby Cox is a classless trash person that when he dies, will burn in hell forever. I'm okay with that. That was his choice. He's a terrible person. But hey, if you want to, uh, you want to root for him because it's okay, and you just turn a blind eye to it. That's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. It's your team. Now the same thing with LSU and pretty much any other team in in the U.S. As long as you're winning, we don't care. The culture, the society we live in, it's a sad world. Anyway, as far as this game, nine points, that seems like a lot. But I think the players for LSU are going to respond. I think they're going to come to play. And I'm going to take the LSU Tigers to cover the spread, but I am going to take the over. Because if you think LSU is going to cover that spread, they got to score with the lane train. Choo-choo, baby. Mistake. Oh, did you run into a buzzsaw last week? My friend Chase 
State of the Arm, he posted it right after we lost to A&M. Actually, before we lost, while we were behind A&M, he posted, I'm already dreading next week. He was right. Because Will Anderson and the Crimson Tide of Alabama stepped up. Will Anderson is the best player in college football. He is the best pass rusher, I, pure pass rusher, I have seen at Alabama since Derek Thomas. And I'm not comparing him to Derek Thomas. That's an unfair comparison to anyone ever. I'm just saying since him. And we've had a lot of good ones. But that guy coming off the edge is, I think, the best player in college football right now. Doesn't, he'll never get a Heisman. By the way, he's only a sophomore, and he has to come back for next year. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, I, w- I do want to point this out from last week's game because I haven't heard it talked about enough. Mike Leach, they all talk about his air raid offense and his offense and his offense. Last year was his first year of Starkville. He got shut out by Alabama. All he managed was three field goals this year. Nick Saban's defense is greater than than Ed, the, uh, sorry than Mike Leach's offense. He two games, zero touchdowns. I mean the Jimmys and Joes, definitely better, but the X's and O's are better as well. That's why we drug State. But I think that rebound this week is Vanderbilt's really, really bad. State's minus 20 and a half. Give me Miss State to cover the spread. Uh, the over-under's at 51. I'm not touching that because I don't know. Bandy's bad. How did you lose to South Carolina last week? You had that game. You had it. And you gave it away. Spe- speaking of South Carolina, South Carolina's pretty bad. Uh, they got A&M this week. Somebody's knocking at the door, so I'm going to pause for one second. Sorry about that. Um, hopefully you were able to grab a Dr. Pepper. I should have not paused it, stopped it, so that break probably wasn't very long for you. Get you 23 flavors of deliciousness. Dr. Pepper does not sponsor this show, but they should. Still waiting on that. Whoever's in charge of it, you're dropping the ball. Anyway. South Carolina, bad, bad team. I like Shane Beamer. I like him okay. Pulled out. You keep pulling out wins against Vandy, you ain't going to be there very long, Shane. Anyway, they get Texas A&M. Texas A&M came correct last week. They didn't have the letdown after the big win. They, they go to Missouri. They win. They're back at home at Kyle Field. No way you can't lay the 19 and a half with A&M. I'm taking A&M. Over-unders at 45. I'm taking the over as well. Uh, I'm not big on the over, but probably about two and a half stars. Arkansas plays Arkansas State. There's no line on that game yet. Uh, there might be on Saturday right before. Uh, I'll take Arkansas. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Anyway, jumping over here to some going down through the ranked teams. You got Tulane against Smooth SMU. I believe they play tonight. Um, but these are, uh, these are all the ranked teams, uh, cause that's all the SEC. Everybody else is on a bye this week. And so, you know what? I'm not going to go to, uh, Tulane Smooth next. I want to jump over. There's some other games I want to talk about here. 
I'm going to start out with Wisconsin and, and uh, Purdue. Wisconsin-Purdue is going to be an ugly, bad game. The over-under has been hovering around 40, which actually feels high for these teams. Um, but we got three of these. Purdue's ranked number 25. Wisconsin's not ranked. They're at Purdue. Purdue coming off their huge win. Wisconsin is the favorite. When a ranked team plays an unranked team and the unranked team's favored, we go with unranked team, especially when they're at home. They are on the road in this, but I'm going with Wisconsin. Oliver, you listening? Wisconsin. Next we got here, uh, UTSA, the Roadrunners. They're ranked number 24. Yeah, look at there. 7-0. 7-0. They get 2-4 and four, Law Tech. Don't let the record fool you. Law Tech almost knocked off Miss State, SMU, and NC State. While, you know, uh, UTSA actually was down 21-0 to Memphis in the first quarter, and they came back and won. Mistake also lost to Memphis. That's funny. Got a little common opponent there. But in this game, UTSA is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. And give me UTSA, the Roadrunners, staying ranked, baby. I think they win this game by, like, ten. Not going to be a blowout by, like, ten. Here's one for you. Clemson against Pittsburgh. Clemson, Clemson is not the ranked team. <laughs> Who saw that coming before the season? Who looked at this game before the season and went, yeah, when they play, only Pitt will be ranked. Pitt's 5-1. and one. Clemson's 4-2. and two. All right. Clemson's offense is averaging 20.5 points a game, about 325 yards. Pitt's defense is allowing 20 points a game and about 320 yards. So, okay. Um, you, you should say the Tigers should get about 20 points. When Pitt has the ball, though, with the nation's third highest scoring offense, 48.3 points. And, and their, or its second lowest scoring defense, 12.5. You gotta like Pitt, right? For Clemson's de- uh, defensive average, it's actually inflated. Georgia scored on a pick six. NC State scored 13 points in overtime. So, man, that's a little, little, little tricky there. Take those three touchdowns out, and the Tigers' defense goes down to nine point, only allowing 9.2 points a game. Only game of the season against the top 50. Sco- uh, it's only game against Pitts. Only game against a top 50 scoring defense. Pitt scored 28 against Vautech. Against an elite defense like Clemson's that's really good. What were you thinking, around 17, 14? No, now you got Clemson one in. But I think the Panthers offense gets the job done. Give me Pitt. I don't think this is a high-scoring game. The over-under is 48. That seems exactly right to me. Because I'm thinking 28-20, Pitt. The... Uh, San Diego State Air Force. San Diego State 6-0, ranked number 22. Air Force 6-1. Still have the national championship implications. This might be the best game of the week. It might be. I mean, they both run the ball. 
But San Diego State, Brady Hoke, they stop these defensive line stops the run big time. That's what they do. The line on this game for us, um, which I somehow lost here. Oh, like I, I think San Diego State does a great job of stopping the run. I really do. And Air Force triple option team. That's what they're gonna do. San Diego State is not favored. Air Force is the three-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under at 39. You know what? When a ranked team plays an unranked team, oh, yeah, and this this one's at home, give me Air Force. Covering the three-and-a-half, they're going to call it an upset because the ranked team lost. It ain't really an upset when the favorite covers. Smooth, six and zero. Oh. There's that smooth two lane game you wanted against FBS opponents. Two lanes, zero oh and five, and has allowed forty four points a game. Smooth's nearly is merely one of the most potent offenses in the country. They're awesome. Um, I mean, they're averaging like four and a half touchdown passes a game. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, Tulane's good enough on offense to score some points. Give me smooth to cover and give me the over of 70 and a half. Ooh, the over. I think this game's going to be like 56, 24, somewhere in there. Something like that. 28 maybe. I don't know. Moving right along. Moving right along. NC State at Miami. NC State's 5-1, ranked number 18 in the country. Miami, 2-4. Previous two seasons, the defense was uh, uh, the big problem for NC State. The Wolfpack were middle-of-the-pack defense in the ACC, averaging around 30 points a game. This year, 14.3 points a game. Less than 300 yards total offense. Only Clemson has a better D statistically in the ACC. NC State, what are you doing over there? NC State's minus three in this game. Over-unders at 51 and a half. Eh, I think that NC State handles this game easy. I think this is a gift. I'm going to give you a four and a half star. NC State, number 18 on the road, covers the three easily. I'm thinking like 38-17 in this. I'm with NC State. Uh, so, uh, da, 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 da. Wake Forest and Army. Wake Forest is ranked number 16. They're 6-0. Oh, can you run? Can you run the ball? Because that is, the, can you stop the run? Can you stop the run? Because that is the question against Army. If you can, Army doesn't have a backup plan. There's no, there's no passing. They have to pass. What is it? I saw a crazy stat. Let me see. I wrote it down here. Um, in the past 30 games against FBS opponents, Army is 1-29 if they throw in the ball 11 times or more in the game. <laughs> so can you stop the run? Can you do it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wake Forest, their defense hasn't been great. Uh, they, they've had a great offense that scored at least 35 in each game. 
Their last two opponents combined for 101 carries, 562 yards, and five touchdowns against them. That ain't stopping the run. Give me Army in the upset. Small, 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 small. We're not big on this. The line is Wake Forest minus three, over under 52 and a half. Give me Army to sneak in there and knock off number 16. Tony, we're going to see some upsets. Going to see some upsets. It's happening. Oh, what about USC Notre Dame? Let's get some big names out there. USC, what are y'all doing? Looking for a coach. That's what they're doing yet again. Trojans have three point three wins by at least twenty three points and three losses by at least fourteen. They've either blown people out or gotten blown out. That's them. Uh, despite the coaching change and. Quarterback, you know, play has been pretty awful. USC has been pretty consistent, racking them up between 400 and 500 yards a game and scoring at least 26 points. And the defense is what's been up and down. They haven't been their offense. Their offense has been there. Notre Dame's offense hasn't been anything close to elite. They haven't been anything close to great. But they do have a good running back, Kyron Williams. Um, Michael Mayer is a good tight end. When he's healthy. And it looks like he's going to be playing this week. Hmm. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think Notre Dame's offense is going to have to get going. But I think this will be a higher-scoring game. Notre Dame's favored by six and a half, though. That I'm not big on. I think Notre Dame wins this game, but not by six and a half. Give me USC to cover. But give me the over of 58. I'm going over. I'm big on the over. Five-star lock. Give me the over. Bam, I said it. Well, Notre Dame. No, it's not a five-star lock. It's kidding. I'm kidding. Kyle, Kyle, put your phone down. Listen, that was a joke. I like the over. About three stars, truthfully. Anyway, next game up that we got here. We're moving on up the ladder. Oregon at UCLA. Oregon's 5-1. UCLA's 5-2. I mean, have you watched Oregon since they beat Ohio State? We all watched that game. They had not look good. I mean, winless Arizona went on the road and gave the Ducks a run for their money into the fourth quarter in week four. Stanford upset them in overtime the following week. 13 days to prepare for, the, uh, for Cal. They had the bye week, and then they came back for Cal. One and four Cal, they won by ten points. Ugh. What's going on up there? What's going on up there? Will the, will the Ducks get right? Oregon's ranked number ten in the country. UCLA's not ranked. UCLA is a two-point favorite over under 60 and a half. Five-star lock of the week. Number 10, Oregon loses this game. You heard me. You heard me. UCLA, I also love the over, but UCLA knocks off Oregon. No quack, no more. Here's another one. <coughs> Oklahoma State, the Cowboys at Iowa. Cowboys were underdogs last week against Texas. And I went, What? And we took OK State, and it worked out very well. They came from behind to do it, but they did it. This is more of a real test to Texas. You heard me. Iowa State is more of a real test to Texas. 
Iowa State was a preseason top 10 that was after they lost to Iowa, who turns out to be a pretty good team, and Baylor, they fell out of the top 25. But they crawled back up and they fought and they got their weight, got back on track, got back on track. Uh-oh. Number eight, number eight, OK State. What do we have here? Iowa State is a seven-point favorite at home. And the over-under is 47. Seven-point favorite. You know what that tells me? We go with Iowa State. Go Colognes. They're going to knock off the Cowboys. George, the only OK State fan I know. He's already had a good week. They won in their team league in darts. He beat me in singles yesterday, 4-3. to three. George is a very good player, and I loved playing him. I'll tell you, I won the first two. It's, you know, seven games in singles league. I won the first two. Like the champion that he is, he battled back. He took the next three. Of course, I answered. It was 3-3 three to three going to game seven, just like we all expected. And he threw a great out, a three-dart out, a great out, and then he beats me. Um, I wasn't even mad about it because he threw – it was such good darts. And, George, I, I hope you celebrated the day a little bit. And yeah, I, But, uh, yeah, you're going to lose this Saturday, though. You used up all your luck yesterday. Iowa State, bam. Upset specials. I'm telling you guys, ranked teams are going to fall this week. Watch out. Watch out. Illinois at Penn State. We have no clue whether Penn State's quarterback, Sean Clifford, will play in this game. He suffered an upper body injury against Iowa in week six. Well, then, Taquan Robertson, uh, he, had the <laughs> he had a hard time against Iowa. He was like 7-21 for 34 yards and two picks. Ugh. Ugh. What? That's, I don't want to bet on that. They're a 24-point favorite against Illinois. Penn State's minus 24, over-unders 46. If Clifford plays, I think Penn State wins this game and covers easily. If he doesn't play, I still think Penn State wins this game because Illinois is not good. But do they cover? Eh, that's tight. It gets real tight. I'm going to say with Clifford, Penn State covers. If he doesn't play, don't touch the game. How about that? All right. Northwestern's playing Michigan. Oh, I didn't even talk about that on there. I'll come back to that. No, I'll come. I'm, I'm thinking out loud also while I do the show today, apparently. Uh, Michigan's leading the Big Ten in Russian offense. Michigan and, and Northwestern here. Michigan's a 23.5 point favorite. Uh, Over-unders 50.5. But... I mean, Northwestern is dead last in the Big Ten in rush defense. I mean, they're, they're bad at it. I think Michigan just runs all over them. They're going to hand the ball off and just pound them into the ground. I'm thinking like 42-7 final here. Give me Michigan covering the 23-and-a-half. Jimmy Harbaugh sneaking up. Telling everybody to sit down and shut up. It was all over him last year. Ohio State, Indiana. Ooh, wow. <laughs> um, Ohio State scored over 50, 52 actually or more in three straight games. Indiana has seen, look at this. They played Iowa, Cincinnati, Penn State, Michigan State in a row. And now here is Ohio State. Ouch. But the Husers, D, 
has held those opponents to like an average of 29 points a game. That's a legit defense. That's actually not bad against those those teams. But their offense is a mess, and the passing game's been particularly horrendous. Uh, overall line in those in those last four games, 75 or 159. That's a 47% uh, completion percentage for 763 yards in four games. Two touchdowns, ten picks. Their defense is going to try and keep them in it early, but Ohio State is way too much for them. Um, Ohio State's a 21-point favorite. Over-under is 60-and-a-half. Give me the Ohio State University. I don't like that over-under. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't. So, yeah, whatever. Um, Oklahoma and Kansas. Oklahoma's back on track with their quarterback, Caleb Williams, running the show. Kansas, oh, yeah, Spencer Rattler. Remember that guy? Uh, Yeah, he's gone. Um, He's over there sitting on the bench. Will he enter the transfer portal? I believe he will. (coughs) Kansas' average average margin of defeat against FBS opponents is 32.6. Oklahoma's won 16 straight games in this series, all by, uh, by double digits, every one of them. I expect nothing less. Oklahoma's a 38-and-a-half-point favorite. Ugh. 38-and-a-half's going to get real close. If I got to touch it, I'd take Oklahoma. But I would not go big on it, like two stars. Not go big on it. <clears throat> Cincinnati against Navy. In their four games against non-Power 5 teams this season, Cincinnati's won by at least 35. Wow. All right. I think Cincinnati blows this one out. I'm thinking like 35-7. That would be 28. That would be a push. Let's not do that. 35-6. Yeah, Cincinnati minus the 28. They need the style points. Run it up, Cincy. Over-unders 48. I'll take the over as well. Not for much. Not for much. So, there was a... There are some other games I'm going to touch on. Those are all the ranked teams for the Friday night games. But I do want to go back real quick and go back to the uh, Ole Miss-LSU game for just a moment, if I may, if I'm permitted to do so. <clears throat> Matt Corral left last week's game against uh, in their win over Tennessee. All Lane Kiffin said was he's not in very good shape. He hasn't been the last two days. You guys know how we are on injuries. Hopefully he'll play, but I don't feel good about that right now. Is he going to play? Is Matt Corral going to play? Now, I told you I'm taking LSU. I didn't go into this part of why. If Matt Corral doesn't play, then are they going to go with the freshman Luke uh, Altmaier? They gonna go with John Rice Plumley? Who's gonna play? Who's gonna play quarterback? I forgot to bring that aspect up, and I realized it when I was talking about the other one, other quarterback. And I wanted to go back to that and just let you know that if Matt Corral don't play, y'all gonna love me for that LSU pick. I'm just saying because they're gonna win that game outright without Matt Corral. I think. I still think it's a shootout. <clears throat> but 
Friday night, we got a few games here. We got MTSU against UConn. Ooh. MTSU's not great. UConn's really bad. The line is MTSU 15 and a half. I was thinking that line is really about right, about 15. But I'm still going to go with MTSU. Uh, Memphis goes to UCF. Uh, Memphis is only a one-point favorite. I think they win this game by 10 to 14 points easily. Give me Memphis and the over tonight. Uh, Colorado State against Utah State. Colorado State's 3-3. Three and three, Utah State's 4-2. and two. Uh, uh. Colorado State's favorite. They're a three-and-a-half point favorite. Utah State's 58-and-a-half. Take Utah State money line. Utah State's going to win this game outright. Then uh, the late game tonight, Washington and Arizona. Washington's 2-4. and four, Arizona's 0-6. That's how you get Pac-12 teams playing on Thursday night. <laughs> this is Washington's an 18-point favorite. 18-point favorite. And you know what? I'm laying it. Give me Washington all day, every day. I think they win this game like 35-3. to It's going to be a cakewalk. Washington. Be careful this weekend. Be careful with the upsets. Remember the ranked teams against unranked teams? It does not work every time. It works the majority of the time. It's around 76 to 80% of the time that it works. So don't, don't go all in on something crazy. And they like, Coleman, you told me. And it's not foolproof. They still play the games. But anyway, that is my time. I got work to do. Come see me at Unique. It's Tennessee weekend. Bring your cigars. Be ready to light them. Because for the 15th straight year, Alabama will whip their rival, Tennessee. Oh, my. I have good friends that went to Tennessee. I want to say this. I do. And I have been bashing them on social media this week because they deserve it. They deserve it for what they did last week in the Ole Miss game. And, I mean, look, when you're talking about students and that generation, you're talking about some real dumb people. These idiots have no idea what life is about. And to the parents of anybody in college right now, you did a terrible job of raising them. Um, <laughs> obviously not every person, but I mean, wow. They, they just, and the educational system in the, the U.S. is a complete joke. Finding a, a someone around 21 years old that can do simple basic math uh, is not the easiest thing in the world. Everything you need to know about my job of bartending, you learned on Sesame Street. They clearly aren't watching Sesame Street. You, you want to confuse somebody? You want to confuse somebody around 21, 22? It's not driving a stick shift. I mean, they just can't do that. Walk up to them, purchase something from them, and watch them try and make change. They, they know how to run that card. They know how to tap. They know how to swipe. They know how to run the chip. They can do that. Bam, bam, bam. Give them cash. It's a $5 drink. You hand them a 20, watch them get confused. I'm just saying. So, knowing that their student section caused all those problems, in no way surprised me. In no way whatsoever did it surprise me. That just is what it is. But, and I, I, you know, just like Mistake, I love to, I love to jump on Mistake because their fan base as a whole is trash. But, uh, some of the best people that I know in my life went to Mississippi State. And, you know, they're, they're great. They do have great people. It's a diamond in the rough. But, you know, they exist. 
So when y'all hear me talking about it, don't take it personal. Um, Luke, Emily Ann, a lot of the Tennessee people that I know, they're you know, phenomenal, phenomenal people. And believe me, I'm going ahead and saying this now because Auburn week is coming. LSU week is coming. I have a lot of friends from those two. This doesn't stop with our main rival, Tennessee. It's going to keep going all year. We're just trash-talking everybody until we see Georgia. And it's going to get fun. All right, that is my time. I want to thank you all for listening. James Green, thank you for all that you do and dealing with me and putting this show out for me every week. You're the best. Thank you all so much. As always, I leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. But when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Cole.